are listening to Something Real with Pastor Rich Seiger, connecting the reality of God to the realities of life. On today's episode, we are in Luke chapter 7, and we're talking about things like a little bit of doubt and uncertainty, and why John the Baptist is the greatest guy that ever lived. No, really. Let's get into it. One of the great things about the Bible is that it shows the realities of life, warts and all. As God's inspired word records the lives of God's people, he does not sanitize the record. The depictions are unredacted, if you will. Sins, shortcomings, and struggles are on display right alongside heroic deeds, inspiring words, and abiding faith. The book of Luke is no exception. And in Luke 7, verses 18 to 28, we find a poignant scene with John the Immerser, the forerunner of Christ. John was set apart to be a prophet and herald of the Messiah before he was ever even born. He not only knew all the amazing things about Jesus that everyone else knew, he had already identified him as the Lamb of God who would take away our sins. John had personally baptized Jesus and heard the Heavenly Father audibly identify Jesus as his Son and saw the Holy Spirit descend on him like a dove. Yet here in verses 18 and 19, John, now in prison, hears of Jesus healing the centurion's servant and raising the widow's dead son, and he sends his disciples to ask whether he is the Messiah or whether they should expect another. Why would he do that? Many have speculated that John is not asking for his own benefit, but to provide opportunity for others, specifically John's disciples, to hear directly that Jesus is the one. Perhaps, but the reality is that we are not specifically told why John asks such a question after all he has seen and known. However, Jesus appears to answer that very question as the messengers return to John. It's noteworthy that Jesus does not simply answer the question, nor does he present an elaborate case for his messianic identity. He tells them to report the evidence of what they have seen. Sickness cured, sight restored, dead raised, and the gospel proclaimed to the poor. However, it's the next statement that seems to explain the point of the passage. Jesus appears to be defending John to his followers, as he begins to talk to them about John after the baptizer's disciples leave. Were they beginning to mutter to one another about what they perceived as John's lack of faith? Maybe. We're not told. However, it would certainly fit with what Jesus says to them. Verses 24 to 28 in the New Living Translation say, After John's disciples left, Jesus began talking about him to the crowds. What kind of man did you go into the wilderness to see? Was he a weak reed? Swayed by every breath of wind? Or were you expecting to see a man dressed in expensive clothes? No, people who wear beautiful clothes and live in luxury are found in palaces. Were you looking for a prophet? Yes, and he was more than a prophet. John is the man to whom the scriptures refer when they say, Look, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, and he will prepare your way before you. I tell you, of all who have ever lived, none is greater than John. Yet even the least person in the kingdom of God is greater than he is. It's as if Jesus is saying, look, John is not a man of weak faith, no matter what you may think it sounds like. He's the greatest man who ever lived, but even he is human and needs to be reminded and affirmed in the truth. In Mark 9, the father of a boy tormented by a demon says to Jesus, I believe, help me overcome my unbelief. This sounds a lot like what John must have felt. He was imprisoned for the sake of God. He must have felt lonely, discouraged, and afraid. No one knew the truth better than John, but in our darker times, 
we need to be reminded of the light of truth we already know. Jesus adds that even the weakest and least of Christ's followers has surpassed John, the greatest of men. In all of our struggles, there is no greater help than the gospel of Jesus Christ, offering hope to the hopeless and life to the lifeless. The struggles we face and the seasons of doubt or weakness we encounter can never snatch us from His grace or take away our identity in Christ. Thank you for listening, and I hope this has given you something to think about. Thanks for listening. You can check out our shows on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays, and on pretty much any podcast platform you'd like, including YouTube. So be sure to join us three times a week. We look forward to it.